everybody's waiting for the man with the bag. Christmas is here again. Linda, that was really pitchy. I literally don't even know what podcast we're on today. Time is flying by. It's crazy. Okay, uh, episode four, episode five. I gotta check. I gotta check, honestly. Just kidding. I lied. It's episode five. Um, So episode five... Yes, the holidays. Happy holidays. There might be a lot of Christmas jingles in this just because I, well, actually I do know a bunch of Hanukkah songs now, uh, which is awesome. Uh, Chrismaka, shout out to any OC fans out there. I'm really, really, really alluding to my age on that one, but Yeah, so episode five, I am sitting here on Sunday after my classes, I walked around for a little bit and I was like, what am I feeling? So my 9.30 class this morning, I talked about what's personal is universal. And I say that so much. I almost feel like that should be my tagline instead of joyful, loving, fearless, but no. So what's personal is universal, especially when it comes, I think, to holidays. Now, whether you're celebrating Christmas, Hanukkah, Chrismica, Kwanzaa, I don't even know what else is out there that you can celebrate right now. And honestly, I should probably figure that out or learn more about that. But those are the knowns and the unknowns. Those are the ones I know. What I do know is that as the year is coming to a close, it brings out different things in us, different situations bubble up. I mean, just this past week, I've heard so many different stories of people breaking up, getting back together, um, different things happening with families, like you name it, I've heard it. And so a big topic or a big theme of this past week or so has been come to head. And if I'm being honest, I actually had to Google that because I was like, am I doing this right? Am I saying this right? But literally come to head is is a phrase. I think it's a little older of a phrase. I mean, I don't think many people my age are running around saying that, but alas, here we are. Um, And it's like basically uh, to reach a critical point, to come to a climax, um, situation that reaches a point where something must be done about it crazy, right? So I don't know what it is about the holidays that make everybody a little crazy. Or is it the fact that it's the end of the year and everybody's starting to get really reflective and really deep? And, you know, the holidays are one of those things where we start to think about what we love, what we want. We're seeing weddings, we're seeing, you know, family parties, work parties, couples, people getting engaged, more weddings. Like I think I've been to Actually, I was trying to count last night, five or six weddings this year, which is insane. That's a lot of weddings. I'm sure that some girl or or guy out there is listening to this podcast and is like, I've gone to more. Honestly, God bless you because they are so much and they take so much um, to go to do it all. So I commend you if you've gone to more than five or six, Um, you're crushing it. I digress. What I wanted to basically talk about is how we can deal with the holidays. 
how we can deal with our family, our friends, our work, our colleagues. Do I want a present? Do I not want a present? I know that sounds so silly, but honestly, it's like, you know, when you get those like awkward presents from people at work or like you have your mom or dad pressuring you, like, well, you have to open something. And I'm like, I don't have to open something. Like, why is that? Like, it's just like the littlest things seem to be like so crazy to us right now. I don't know. Um, but mostly what I wanted to talk about is it's a point, it's a point in our lives of reflection, especially now more than ever. I've, I've never felt it like this. And I think it's because we're putting this, it's like this unbeknownst pressure of it being 2020 this year and ending a decade strong and ending it on a good foot and going into the next decade, like being this super human being, like the next best version of you. And it's almost like I was talking about getting stuck in that analysis paralysis. Like I'm analyzing the shit out of my life and everything, my relationship, my boyfriend, everything so much, my family, this, that, where I live, my job to the point where I'm not even enjoying myself anymore. Like to the point where I am setting myself into such a tizzy, like borderline panic attack and like over what? Seriously, over what? Over the fact that I need to feel a certain way or look a certain way or come across a certain way to my colleagues and friends or whoever. It's like, what am I doing it for? And what does it all mean? And what is it all for if I'm not even happy? I was laughing this morning because during both my classes, I played Miley Cyrus The Climb. But I think as silly as the song is, it's such a stable because it's like, it's the climb, right? No one knows where they're going or else you're no longer here, right? The only way you know is in hindsight looking back. So you have to enjoy yourself while these times are happening. Otherwise, like, what are we doing? Like, what are we living? What is, what is the point of all this? If we're not even enjoying the ride, we're just trying to get to the destination, you know, as, as unscathed as possible. So anyway, I've wanted to come up with some tools that I use to try to backtrack and get out of my head and into my heart around the holidays. So let's say for these last three weeks, as we go into 2020, what can keep us just level-headed so that we don't have any freakouts or we're freaking out on family members or we're driving around angry? I mean, what is it? Road rage? I feel like that's probably a really real thing going on right now. So step one for me, I'm a soul cycle instructor, is music. And Rachel Hollis, so many people I value and follow in life are all about this. And just music puts you in a different state. So if you find yourself getting super angry or upset or just not authentically being you and not feeling grounded, I am going to urge you to choose a song, if not five songs, if not go crazy and make a playlist of like the best songs you can possibly think of and put those to use as like your playlist to get you out of your head and into your heart. (laughs) Maybe that's actually going to be the theme of this podcast this week, out of your head into your heart. So for me, I have an array of different songs. I think one of my favorites is a song by Hall and Oates. You know, the ones like, you make my dreams come true. That one, no matter if I 
literally feel like my neck, my back, my ankle, whatever is sore that day, if I feel like I'm literally going to die, I am 100% listening to that song. I've had some super tough conversations this past week. And honestly, like the only thing that made it feel better was movement. Because if you have a tough conversation or a falling out or a job thing or a review, I mean, just think of anything coming to head at the end of the year. If you don't move through it, there's a chance you're just going to stew in it. And I... (laughs) I'm not necessarily making that up, but like, honestly, you're going to just do it. You're going to sit around. You're just going to be in it. Get moving. Get music on. Get moving. I can attest that I have had some of my very worst days of my entire life and I go and teach soul or I even go take a class. I go to Barry's. I go to wherever it is that you find your peace in movement. That could be a walk around your block. Has anybody snuck out of their house during Christmas or Anytime, Hanukkah, Easter, you name it, any holiday, birthdays, parties, work things, and like gone for a walk around the block. I remember my little cousins and I used to do that. We'd be like sneaking out to try to get away for a second. And I think that's really normal to take a break, go around the block, come back with a fresh head and some fresh air if that's what you need. I think movement is the key to not staying stagnant and staying in icky energy. Otherwise, you're just sitting, stewing, feeling bad about yourself. And that is not what we're about. So get music, get moving. Step three, get a mantra. It sounds so cliche and so silly, but honestly, mantras, you know, I say them without even knowing it. And you can call them affirmations. You can call it motivational sentences, (laughs) you could call it whatever you want that's going to make you feel good about it. I like mantra because we're going on M here. There's a theme. Music, movement, mantra. One of mine, when I was a brand new social instructor and I was just, my body was just like not cool with me. Um, And it was a lot and it was just like crazy. And I would just say, it doesn't get easier, you get stronger. Literally, with every step on my way to class, it doesn't get easier, you get stronger. And that became my mantra for the first like year or so teaching. And then you've picked a new mantra. So whatever your mantra is, it just has to work for you. One that's really resonating with me right now is just, I'm awake and captivated. I found myself saying, I'm tired, I'm tired, I'm tired every morning. And I was like, okay, we got to flip the script. Yes, you're tired. Everyone's tired. Everyone's tired and everyone's busy. Shock, surprise. So how are we going to turn around? So I kept saying, I'm awake and captivated. And then I would come up with other ones like, I'm jazzed and lively. I'm, you know, alive and lively. I'm festive and like, you name it. Like I say these little mantras, these little jingles, these little affirmations, but it really is unbelievable how the way you can talk your brain into feeling completely different in your body. So out of your head, into your heart, out of your head, into your body by just simply words. It's, it's unbelievable, which will then bring me to my fourth point, which is mindfulness. We talk so much about mindfulness, right? And there are so many all encompassing things of what it can be. But in this sense, what I mean is just being hyper aware of yourself and how you're carrying yourself 
how you're talking, what you're thinking. A lot of times, you know, we have like a negative thought or we feel negatively or not in our light or positive and then we get mad at ourselves for thinking that way or we don't forgive ourselves for having that thought, that thing, that whatever passes by. And it's the mindfulness here is just having the grace to reroute the thought, right? So for instance, just, okay, I feel that way. I'm thinking that way after, you know, said conversation, said things, said whatever. I'm going to actively choose here to flip it around and then go back to step one and work through it again. So here's how we can put it to practice. I'm not feeling mindful in this moment. I just had a conversation. I'm walking around. I'm carrying this negative weight with me. Step one, music. Go back to that song that gets you out of that headspace that puts you in a good mood. Step two, am I moving? Do I feel like shit right now? Hell yeah. Is there a yoga class in 20 minutes that I could get to? Maybe. Maybe I have to table it for after work, but I'm going to go because I know being in movement is going to definitely get me out of this negative funk. So music, movement, mantra. I need to start talking myself out of this during the holidays because no one else is going to be able to talk me out of it. It starts with me. So start to put those mantras into place, those affirmations. I am, I can, I will, I must watch me. I am amazing. I'm awake. I am captivated. Whatever it is, you do that. And then you go back to step three, the mindfulness part. Wow. I just reworked myself through that. Look at how powerful I am. How crazy is this that when I show up authentically in my power and work these steps, it can change wherever I'm at throughout this holiday season or whatever's being thrown at me. And this is a great preface, not even just for the holidays. This can be life. I just think that these four principles are coming up to play a little bit more as these difficult conversations or things or whatever bubble up throughout the holiday season. It's a little bit more rocky of a period than um, I think maybe, say, Q2 of this year for my business people out there. So yeah, these are great practices that you can just put into your daily life that doesn't have to necessarily, can't talk for crap today. Um, I'm not editing that out. (laughs) So again, we'll go over them. Music, movement, mantra, mindfulness. Hashtag that's that's. Just kidding. I don't even know if I coined these necessarily. I just put them in an order that tend to work for me, but I think if you dive into this, you know, practice of self-development and personal development and working on who you are and trying to better yourself, that next best version of you, then you just know about these already probably. And it's just reiterating how to do it. If this is brand new to you, awesome. Put it to practice immediately. Find your song, find your jam. What's your favorite workout? Let's add that don't have class pass, download that. Guess what's free? Running outside. And then there's also reworking them. They don't have to be in that order. I'm just putting them in the order of importance to me. But what if those four don't work with you? Great. Flip them because they're all cyclical in a circle. When you start with one, you end with one. You know, maybe you start with moving a little bit and you fix your breath. You know, I think of like, I think of 
what I, I can't think of the yoga I'm thinking of. I got it. Kundalini yoga, like the breath and the movement and doing all like the belly work and like the little movements. And I'm definitely, no, I love Kundalini. I'm just like not explaining it. Right. Um, you know, maybe you're doing that and then you think of the mindfulness and then you have the mantra and then maybe you end with the music being some beautiful Jai Ganesh. I don't know. I'm just giving you a hypothetical of the way you can work this into your life and make it work for you. Um, because I know I've been feeling super just not great the past week or so because I am so in my head and not in my heart out of my body completely worried about all the different things going into this next big decade, what's going to happen. And I was like, okay, how do we break this? And so I came up with these four things. They're quick little things. I know easier said than done, but these are little practices that you could start to put into play to help you, especially around the holidays and going into the very end of this year, um, into the new year. Again, the whole reason I built this podcast was to reach everybody that I come in contact with on Instagram and daily life, people who don't use social media in general, but you know, are avid podcast listeners. It's so that I can touch you beyond the dark room that is Soul Cycle. So again, this is very much a two-way street. I want to hear what your favorite song is. I'm so interested as to what my song might be and what yours might be. And should I add that to my playlist of jams that gets me out of my funk? I would love to hear how you're moving and what speaks to you. Um, what mantras you are loving. Cause maybe I can adapt that for my life and maybe we can share that on my stories and we could help somebody again. What's personal is universal. I want each and every person that comes in contact with this podcast to feel like they can also be an avid creator of what is going on here. I say it in class all the time. There's no me without you. And I truly mean that from the bottom of my heart. So I truly hope that this touched somebody today who needs it, who's going into the last month, this last little season of the year of 2019, feeling whatever they're feeling, and this can just help them. That's really what I wanted to do today because I know I sometimes have to talk myself out of it too, out of it, into it, whatever. Um, and I just really hope this was a help to someone out there, whether you're flying home to see friends or you're on a train or you just finished finals or whatever it is going on in your life. I really hope this was meaningful to y'all out there. So as always, I would love to hear from you. If you don't follow me on Instagram, it's at Mads Tads, AKA Mads Tads Beyond the Bike. And that's really all I have for y'all today. You can email me, stalk me, quote me, whatever. And with that, I will leave you how I always leave you. May you always be joyful, loving, and above all else, fearless.